Hello! Welcome to this episode of For My Friends in History 2301. Today I wanted to do kind of a different topic. I wanted to bring up um, Southernism and specifically um, why it's so hard for me to be a proud Southern woman. Today I actually have two of my best friends with me who I feel like can give us... Um, Kind of a good balance between someone who's been here her whole life compared to someone who's been all over the country. Um, I have my two best friends, Sarah and Hannah, um, who just so happen to be the people I'm literally going to live with. Pretty exciting. But I wanted to get their points of view on um, Southernism, traditionalism, and all things imperfect revolving around the South. Um, I wanted to start by talking about things we cannot stand in the South and how that relates back to history because this is still a history podcast. For us to talk about, um, the first thing I have is a major thing that I feel like we talk about all the time is deep ingrained racism. I wanted to ask Sarah from somebody who has lived in Las Vegas and Oregon <laughs> and Portland and all of the more liberal leftist parts mm -hmm. of the country, I wanted to ask, what do you think, what was the first thing you noticed that revolved around racism in well, the South? I feel like it's actually interesting. The first thing I noticed is like when I um, was living in Oregon and I remember mm -hmm. telling some of my friends that I was like, oh, I'm, I'm moving to Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them were like, oh, like kind mm -hmm. of like, you know, like it yeah. just kind of has like a bad rep for that reason. Mm -hmm. Like they would mention specifically like, you know, like, oh, like, because I have little siblings who are, like, people of color, and so they were mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, like, is it going to be safe for them there? What if they yeah. really said that? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, the fact that that's the first thing that comes to people's minds mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. the South, like, I noticed that a lot. It's, like, the yeah. first thing that comes to a lot of people's minds. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like I also just noticed, like, um, some people make it, because I definitely obviously noticed, like, subtle racism mm -hmm. in yes. some places, mm -hmm. but I feel like here some people, like, are just very blatant yeah. about it, mm -hmm. and, like, almost proud of it, which is kind of terrible, but that's just, that's something I've noticed for sure mm -hmm. from, like, mm -hmm. coming from far away, mm -hmm. so. One um, aspect of history that I've been learning about a lot recently because of my research class was um, race racial cleansing within mm -hmm. yeah. specifically Faulkner County. It was a serious really? problem here with, um, like, right after the Civil War during the Reconstruction period. Mm -hmm. It's called Faulkner Township. It was a whole um, town of, um, like, African-American sharecroppers, which I think, I don't believe that it is um, a politically correct term now, but I don't, it was their profession at the time was sharecropping, and um, they were completely eradicated and wiped out. And it was really sad. But me and Hannah actually grew up together in Northeast Arkansas. And we went to a very white school. As in, there was probably two people of color within the whole school. And um, I feel like moving to central Arkansas, especially Conway, we still see some of these same patterns of just casual racism as as yeah. Sarah said but it's something I feel like goes so not looked at because yeah. me and Hannah literally grew up that way and a lot of people do and especially if you don't 
if you if that's something you don't pay attention to, it's something mm-hmm. you will not notice around here. Yeah. So just to mention too, like like the school we went to West Side was nicknamed White Side and like like being in high school and going around and meeting like other kids in Jonesboro that didn't go to that school, there was like a cringe factor to it when you were like, Oh yeah, I go to West Side. There was just this immediate like, ooh, like I don't really want to associate with you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um that really had a lot to do with like political ideals within the school, I feel like. Um, because it was very known for being like a like a racist school. And like like one big problem that we had was just a little bit before like our graduation year, like it was like a really popular trend for the boys um, that drove like pickups and stuff to put big flags, like American flags and stuff in their back of their trucks and fly them around. But they had to ban it because they started putting like Confederate flags and the don't tread on me flag and, you know, like talking about it in a way that was wrong um, and just being so blatantly racist. And like how Sarah said earlier that it's like people are like proud of it. It definitely was like that aspect of being like, like pridefully Southern, but just ignorance as to what they were actually like, like even saying. And it was just like interesting too, to see that like, like if you try to have a conversation with them, like they know that they're wrong, but they are just like pushing their agenda so far to the point that they don't like, they don't even care that they're wrong. And like, I don't know. It was just, that's all I had to say. It was, ex- <laughs> it was extremely stupid. Yeah. It's yeah. such a dumb thing yeah. to you have just, to argue. You just have to stare at them in silence. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's, you know what you just said, right? Yeah. yeah. You're trying to argue for slavery, yeah. bestie. It's not even yeah. that they like believe in slavery. They are just like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, yeah, it's not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. They don't. They states' rights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's my right. It's my privilege. Mm-hmm. But for what? Yeah. For why? Yeah. Especially if it actively makes somebody uncomfortable, yeah. then why the yeah. fuck would you do yeah. it? They don't like that. They don't care. And mm-hmm. I don't know. They just. It just never fails that they. Yeah. They know they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like when you start having the conversation. Yeah. At some point, they realize they're wrong. Mm-hmm. They just refuse to give up. And not to mention, I might be wrong, but I remember learning about this in history class, like in Oregon. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Arkansas, like, isn't there, like, active KKK members? Like, an oh, active... Oh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I saw... In, like, Harrison, I think it was. Oh, is, Harrison! Is yeah. Close to, I was gonna say, one yeah. time at Halloween, we were in, um, we were in Bono. There was somebody dressed up as, a, like, a KKK <gasps> member for no. Halloween. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? I don't remember that, but about Harrison, they have that White Lives Matter billboard. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, because we learned about that yeah. in my history class, like, in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, whoa, like, that's crazy. No, because I remember one time me, Caroline, and Hannah were driving Eureka Springs and passed that billboard, and I was, like, screaming. Yeah. I, like, didn't. It's awful. It's terrible. And I know that, like, or at least my mom said that someone told her that, like, it's not safe for her to, like, drive my siblings through there. Or, like, mm-hmm. at least, like, don't get out of the car. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing this video on YouTube of, like, someone who Standing went, out there with the with Black, the Black Lives, Lives Matter. Yeah. You saw that? Yes. Mm-hmm. And people were just saying, like, the All Lives Matter thing. And just You're so stupid. so disrespectful. Yeah. And just, like, out, outwardly yeah. racist. Like, I yeah. like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, the next topic I wanted to bring up was... I guess it would be Trumpism and yes. the Jeffersonian myth. 
mm-hmm. and about how this is extremely classist. <laughs> um, the To give y'all some context, the Jeffersonian myth is pretty much, it's the putting importance on like hard work in America. It's pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Oh. If you're not strong enough, you're not going to make it. Only the survive, like only the strongest will survive. And about how classist and ableist this idea yeah. is. How specifically, I also, whenever I think about this, I think of like mentally ill people, especially people affected by depression and like BPD and like especially anxiety, which is something we all have in common. Absolutely. And how this can legitimately hinder someone's ability to perform work and how this idea of the Jeffersonian myth specifically in the South creates such a divide from especially the, it just creates such a divide in the classes. Um, I remember growing up, we had Valley View and then we also had Whiteside where me and Hannah went to school. Valley View was these privileged kids where these, they were these affluent, rich, white farming families this Jeffersonian myth, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, just isn't feasible in today's society where mental health and just people with disabilities, we, they can't, it's kind they of, just, yeah. it's, it's so ableist. It it's is. Such, it's it kind of like, what are these, they supposed to do? Exactly. Like, they can't, you, there's stuff hindering them. Oh, I can't even speak. I'm so mad. Yeah. <laughs> there's things hindering them from yes. completing these tasks that we find so easy. And it's just... I fucking hate the Jeffersonian and not, myth. And it's not their fault. Like No, it's not their what fault. Are, what are they supposed to do? Like exactly. wheelchair bound people, like exactly. people with yeah, like other there's so many kinds of disabilities. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and even like the mental health thing too. Like yeah. what are people supposed to do? Like mm-hmm. it's learning disabilities. That's a big thing in the ed- yeah. like in the educational field. Oh, education field. The learning disabilities makes like and the way people are treated mm-hmm. makes me so upset. Yeah. With the, Which when can, yeah, with the myth yeah. too and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm glad um, that UCA is really, I feel like they're pretty good at recognizing disabilities and UCA is pretty good at understanding and working with people um, and trying to level the playing field as much as possible. Um, I wanted to make this one quick, but all three of us are absolute Native American lovers. Mm -hmm. We are stans. Sarah's actually reading a book right now about uh, Native American people. Yes, it's like the history and like how it's different throughout the country because it really is like mm-hmm. from the West to the South to even the East Coast. Like mm-hmm. everyone's, it's like, and some of them are like stories from actual people, which oh, I really wow. like because mm-hmm. it's like you know it's their experience. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? What is it called? An Indigenous People's History of the United States. Yes, that is the one, and it's very good and very insightful because I've just been wanting. To learn more about mm-hmm. it recently, especially being friends with you, Aww, you're inspiring thanks. me. <laughs> thanks. Um, but I wanted to bring up the myth of the Cherokee grandmother, and how even though people in the South are such bitches to Native Americans and have been throughout all of history, we for some reason want to be included yeah. in them in their tribes so yes. bad and that yes. we created a whole damn whole yeah. damn myth yeah and mm-hmm. I've noticed that so much here too like yeah. compared to other places like mm-hmm. people like I've just encountered several people who have been like 
I'm Native American, or like just wanted wanted to be so bad. I have point seven six percent. Yeah, I have like like your Cherokee point five percent, and I, I'm like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've yeah. never like most people know it's just like that's really kind of sensitive, and like mm-hmm. you shouldn't just go just be saying that. Mm-hmm. Hannah literally was telling me a story about this that happened today. What what did our what did our <laughs> boss say? Our boss at work was telling me about some show she's watching, um, that has. Native Americans in it and the way she was describing it I was like I was like okay but why is this just like a television series of the last of the Mohicans like (laughs) it sounds exactly the same to me because she was like yeah he's like a white man that gets like adopted by like Native Americans and then it's just like like issues between the white community and the Native American community and I was like this this sounds very familiar Mm -hmm. um but then I was kind of asking her like I was like, well, like, because it's, like, a new show. I was like, how are they, like, portrayed in it? Because I know, like, a lot of media has, like, like really offensive portrayals of Native mm-hmm. Americans. And she was like, well, my husband is Native American. Well, she actually refused to say the word Native American. And she was like, Indian. And it's okay mm-hmm. if you say Indian, too, because my husband says it and he's an Indian. And I was like, Lord, no, he is not. <laughs> Kim, I can promise you, Chris. Yeah. Chris Fox is. Chris Fox. <laughs> Chris Fox is not a Native, Native American. No. But she tried to be like, she was like, yeah, he has like his tribal tattoo. And I was like, what? I was like, what? Like, like what tribe is he? And she was like, oh, he's um, Blackfoot um, tribe from Alaska. And then Sydney and I looked it up, and that's a tribe in Montana. <laughs> So, either she's mixed up or he's living a lie. Like, yeah, no. And I think I would go with him living the lie because yeah. so many people do that. No, Could like, you imagine like, being white so... Man. Yeah. I've seen this man. Yeah. He's... Because then I asked, I was like, well, how, like, oh, he's got, like, a tribal, like, tribal tattoo? Like, how in touch is he with his, like, roots? And she was like, oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> and I was like this. But has a tattoo. To display <laughs> to everyone. Yep. Very interesting. Just, just in a boasting way. Just enough mm-hmm. to boast about. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's kind of, oh, I and just had like, a thought, but I was like, I feel like people do this because, like, to boast about it because it's something that, like, obviously a lot of people, like, support. Like, mm-hmm. we support Native American people. Like, there's good people who, like, support them because of everything that we put them through. Yes. But I feel like people see that and they're like, oh, I can get in a way or someone yeah. who's like I think it's just an excuse Which, or to um, make them feel not or just to make yeah. them feel yes I just had that um, thought about I was like I think that's like what, why a lot of people do that <laughs> the the history major in me yes. but um actually a lot of this has to do with when they were giving out land to Native Americans mm-hmm. whenever you know they took it all away right, right. they were allotting land to certain Native Americans um and actually a lot of people were like oh I have a I have a grandmother on my father's side that is half uh, Choctaw, and so Uh therefore you should give me some of this land. And they did. That makes so much sense. Yeah. I didn't even know that. So now there's a bunch of people walking around lying to themselves, saying that they have a Cherokee grandmother. That makes so much sense. Yeah. It's absolute bullshit. Because they could just pass and get, Mm -hmm. like... (laughs) Brianna, I promise you, you do not have a grandmother who is... Three-fourths And I feel like these days it's to almost get, like, attention people kind of do Yes. And they're, like, that's kind of the thing. But back Mm -hmm. then it was to literally get land. Yeah. Which is so terrible. It's so terrible. Because, like, that's... 
It's terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could definitely yeah. see now how it's used for attention. How yeah. it like makes you different and quirky. That's what that's what I was yeah. gonna say earlier. Yeah, like people do it mm-hmm. because they think it just it makes them different and they're just like really like deep. I don't know. And yeah. I'm like, well, you're they're like, you're I'm lying. so different. Yeah, I'm so different. I have the point five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's like ninety nine percent like German, <laughs> like isn't white. There like a, I don't know. I don't know where I saw this or what it was. Mm-hmm. Of like white people not having like a. A heritage that they like look yeah. for something else. No, to I know claim. exactly what you're talking about. I don't. I don't yes. know what that's called or like what it is. And I think no, that place. I know exactly what you mean. Just, mm-hmm. like, that's They're, another. Yeah. Yes. Looking for something to attach themselves. So for the next, um, uh, the next topic is going to be traditionalism, and just this overall conservative blanket that covers the South. Um, we are all three raging bitch feminists (laughs) in the most angry way possible and so i thought it was only a or hannah actually came up with this was to talk about misogyny in the south um and a lot of this has to do with like the southern bell and stay-at-home wives and all of that goodness um dutiful to your husband holier than thou Mm -hmm. just this religious also this just religion in the South in general, as all three of us, which I mean, Hannah's probably the most religious out of all three of us, but <laughs> me and Sarah are I have very religious trauma. Yeah, me and Sarah are yes. thriving on the religious trauma, and so yes. we do not subscribe yes, to the no. to the holy book, at least not for now. Mm-hmm. But and it is so interesting too, just to see how religion is also different and mm-hmm. here versus mm-hmm. Oregon. Yes. Um, yeah, but anyway, that's mm-hmm. a side note, but. Um, Yes, so misogyny specifically in the South is such an issue. And a lot of it, especially from what me and Hannah have seen, mm-hmm. is um, women against other women. We see this in the argument with abortion, pretty much everything. I mean... Anything like sex work or even yeah. like oh, God, borderlining yes. on that topic. Yeah. And as people who support women, like we're, mm-hmm. we are raging feminists, you yes. were very right about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just like confused by yeah. it. <laughs> and especially the social structure in the South really, it just is formatted to pin women against each other. We're always competing. It's the looks, how much you talk. I was always criticized for how much I talked. <laughs> really? Yes. Uh, I'm a talker, Sarah. I love if it. If you didn't That's know that com- by my podcast, I'm a talker. That's why I'm confused. I'm like, I. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was always made fun of for the amount I Aww. spoke, the weight I It's never had. good enough. For never good enough. And it's just that, which I mean, misogyny is everywhere. It yeah. is. But like southern misogyny is like a niche. Yes, <laughs> it's a different. It's a different flavor for sure because a lot of it also has to do with how religious you are and how yes. how dutiful and how giving and how yeah. motherly you are. And I am none of those things. <laughs> I'm none of those things. The beauty standards are out of control. And I wanted to bring this up with Sarah is the South not being, there's no Southern hospitality. Yes. And that was something that was like kind of shocking because because it's like, mm-hmm. I, I guess from people who don't live in the South or have yeah. never lived in the South, like my family, we moved here kind of expecting, because it is like a stereotype that's like, oh, Southern people are like, come on in for, like, a biscuit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a biscuit. A biscuit's very specific, but, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's very, like, apron on. Mm-hmm. Like, come like on in pie. for a honey yeah. bun. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, a yeah. pie cooling on the windowsill. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's people like that, but, um, 
like I don't know but that's just what we kind of assumed everyone was like mm-hmm. when we were moving here we were like yeah everyone's gonna just welcome us with open arms and then we've noticed like at least for me I can't speak for my family members but at least for me like jumping right into going into UCA I've noticed like a lot of people have just kind of felt like I've been like oh you're kind of weird mm-hmm. you know like I, one person in one of my classes was like why is your voice like that? Like, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Oregon. <laughs> and he was like, oh, makes sense. And I was like, oh. mm-hmm. like, you know, in his country accent, he mm-hmm. said that. So it, I don't know. And so people just have kind of looked at me in just a very kind of like, like, mm-hmm. it's like Dwayne Johnson meme again. <laughs> <laughs> but they're kind of just like, I don't know. Like, I've been struggling with feeling like I don't belong, I guess, mm-hmm. especially recently. Um, yes. And what's your major? Nursing. Yes. yes. And especially, yes. Thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. I, was, yeah. I forgot. But yeah, I'm a nursing major, and a lot of the people in nursing I've noticed are these people they've been talking about, like, they fit the beauty standard, they're very mm-hmm. Christian, they're very dutiful, like, they're in nursing because that's, like, a career that makes a lot of money, as, according to them, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, it just, like, oh, you're helping people. It's a woman, it's a female Taking dominated, care of someone. Yes, yes, career. Yeah, there's hardly any males, mm-hmm. and the females that are there are, like, I like, very similar, you know, yeah. with... How they look, how they act, even mm-hmm. their interests. Even their interests. Yeah. Yes. They, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> it's always Jesus. And so I've just felt very like isolated in my major. And even considered changing it because of this, because yes. I just feel just so like I don't belong. But um mm-hmm. Me and Scrib yeah. would love to have you in the history department. <laughs> I know. I honestly Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're tired of all the yes. boys that are like war. Yeah. Roman history. No, yeah. we're tired of that. I have thought that, like, if I do change my major, I would do either, like, history or, like, mm-hmm. something related to it. Yeah. Because I am very passionate about it, and, like, I just, I love you so much, and I love, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, so many of my friends are, like, history, English, just yes. other than nursing majors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I think, too, like, I think the stereotype of, like, that welcoming yeah, it's Southern such a person is, like, I see that, I see that between Southern people. Like, I feel like that stereotype holds true to, like, yeah. like people that, like, are all from the same yeah. hometown, but just oh. not to, like, outsiders. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, when we came here, we did feel, like, outsiders, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, we were just like, oh, okay, obviously, like, we do things differently than people mm-hmm. out here. We look different. And I'm just kind of a weird person in general, so, like, I get why people might think I'm weird. Mm-hmm. But I also just, like, have a lot of things about me that, like, the different places I've lived have definitely shaped me mm-hmm. to be who I am. Because it's just very odd and, like, different. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like people here, like, who have been born and raised in Arkansas, besides mm-hmm. y'all, obviously, but, like, mm-hmm. the mean people we're talking about yeah. who have been born and raised in Arkansas just, like, look at me and they're like, oh, you just, like, like, you're, you'll never fit our standard is kind of what mm-hmm. it seems like. For the final parts of the South we do not like, I thought it'd be fun. We could do a popcorn round. I have a list. I, I have a list on here. Oh, it's just like a um, <laughs> but it's just things you don't like about the South. Okay. <laughs> to really put a cherry on top of this topic. So, mine was Blake Shelton mm-hmm. and mosquitoes and white people having weddings at plantations. <laughs> yes, yes, that's weird. Hannah, I, Hannah had a good one. What was yours, Hannah? Just casually wearing camo. <laughs> casually. Or hunting gear. People just casually wear hunting gear. 
Yeah. Why? Um, it's why? not fashion forward like you think no. it is. No, there's a girl in one of my classes that wears like hunting boots to class. They think that's a sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a sleigh. It's not a sleigh. It's not a sleigh. What is something you don't like about the South, Sarah? Because you're more entitled than either one of us. No. To say. Oh, oh, I, oh. I didn't mean like I was acting entitled. I was like, no, oh my God. absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, was like, no, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let me tone it down. <laughs> um, let me think. This will sound entitled, and I feel so bad, but. Um, just like with uh, some people I've noticed, especially adults, mm-hmm. just like a lack of education yeah. about certain things, especially, mm-hmm. and I, 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 cause I was going to say the Trumpness, yes. but then I decided to make it more like, <laughs> like yeah. official and be like, well, I think it's just Lack not. of like understanding what they're trying to argue. Yeah, trying exactly. trying to talk about, especially with politics. And, and I feel like also, mm-hmm. yes, I, I guess my overarching thing I don't like is the politics. Yeah. And also like people. <laughs> Girl, join the club. I know, exactly. And. Scribs agree and yeah, he's not I was even here. Say, yeah. And I feel like also, I'm not going to talk too long because I know it's a popcorn round, but mm-hmm. I also feel like um, people not being willing to like hear other perspectives. Yeah. Is Another thing. like traditional. Yeah. Conservative. That's a big thing for me, yeah. We're keeping it the same. They just shut you down, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of annoying. Yeah. Um. We won't spend much time on this, but <laughs> I thought some we could end this podcast by saying some things we do love. Yes. Positivity. <laughs> Positivity. Positivity is my middle name. Yes, ma'am. Obviously. Yes, ma'am. Um. I wanted to bring up country music because y'all, I love. <laughs> I love which. It's not, which I mean, I'd be lying if I said I didn't get down to some Brooks and Dunn and some Alan Jack, which Alan Jackson is a controversial I, topic. I, hate <laughs> I don't know any of these people. <laughs> Hannah hates, or uh, Brooks and Dunn is Boop Scootin' Boogie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like some wonderful things have come out of country music. Um, Dolly Parton, amazing. Love, love Dolly. Shania Twain, Brooks and Dunn, I will mention one more. One My more personal time. favorite, the Dixie Chick. Oh, I love the chicks. I had to bring I, it up. Yes, we, me and Sarah bond we, over the chicks. We do. We absolutely love them. And they are so... I love them They've so always been. They're amazing. They have always been the moment. And I listened to them even before. Like, I've mm-hmm. been listening to them, like, yes. no matter where I was. Yes. So... And I also wanted to bring up, like, a new... This is a very niche topic to me specifically, is a new surge of country artists that yeah. are not... That are not Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton, like Carrie Casey Underwood, Musgraves? Casey Musgraves. Um, I wanted to bring up Orville Peck because I'm literally <laughs> fucking obsessed with him. Orville. I have a whole damn tattoo on my arm for this yes. man. He, first of all, is queer and is very proud of it. I didn't know that. You didn't know Orville Peck was gay? Do you know what the song I have tattooed on my arm is about? No. Okay, so for some context, the tattoo on my arm says Queen of the Rodeo. I Girl, I'll I'll pull up I'll pull up some things <laughs> later and we'll look at Girl, it together. I got something to add to this uh, popcorn round of things we like, but go ahead. Okay. Well, anyway, I was gonna say um, the tattoo on my arm is it says Queen of the Rodeo, and it's because he has a deep love for the art of drag, and That's the amazing. whole point behind Queen of the Rodeo is about drag queens and acceptance and how much how important they are to the queer community and I fucking love drag queens and I love that but anyway there's so much I love this new queer southernism like I love rest in peace uh Leslie Jordan but just like this southern living like influenced by queer people I'm obsessed with like not to mention how I mean, it's really causing 
change like in the on the grand scheme of things like you're getting more acceptance I mean it's definitely forced um but but it's definitely it's happening um Hannah what was your point oh you said rodeo I I will shamelessly say that I love a good rodeo. Oh, I love a good rodeo. <laughs> no. uh, the fair, the southern fair. Like, they are different. I the jugs say. of sweet tea. Yeah, the girl. I, I will say because I grew up going when I was a kid. When I lived in Arizona at the time, we would go to fairs, and the fairs here are very fun. Like it's yeah. just a different vibe, and like this food they serve is so fun. Mm-hmm. And like there's just cows everywhere. Mm-hmm. At least like, when I went to in Memphis, like they just had cows, yeah. and I was like, mm-hmm. we did not have this. Like, I mm-hmm. love it. That was actually my next, uh, bringing up cooking, that was my next point, really? was Southern cooking. Mm-hmm. Y'all ever been to Gus's Fried Chicken in Memphis? No. <laughs> it no. is the best Southern cooking. They have I spicy fried chicken. It's delicious, Let's Sarah. It's trip. my favorite. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right okay, Gus in Missouri. <laughs> Branson, Missouri. Branson is on our list. <laughs> That's we love. the staple of the <laughs> Yes. It honestly is, because I remember, too, like, people being like, have you been to Branson? And I'd be like, have you been to Branson? I'd be like, no. And they were just like, the shock on their face. They'd be like, we got to get you to Branson. <laughs> we got to eat with actually us. <laughs> it, was, it literally was, y'all. No. Because, like, what what better form of entertainment is there than going to the rodeo and watching, like, little boys get thrown off of just wild horses? Like, I love it. inhumane. You, you guys have to take me to rodeo. I've never been. Sarah. <gasps> we'll go in full cowgirl get up. I will I even love rodeos. Buy, yes. The way that it's just they have like a certain smell mm-hmm. and everything. Which actually, um, that was my literally my next point was yeah. this new resurgent in like the West. Oh my gosh, I love I am obsessed with the West. Uh Scribner knows this about me, but I am literally yeah. obsessed with the West. My research project yeah. is about um a Native American gang from the West. Um, me and Hannah are obsessed with Westerns. Yes. We I love know. cowboy <laughs> movies. Yes. Just absolutely everything. Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Stupid Apple Dumpling Gang. The Apple Dumpling <laughs> Gang. We absolutely love it. Oh. Which, um, don't get me wrong. Fuck, um, John Wayne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We fucking hate John Wayne. Yeah. He's the worst. And the one scene with Native Americans in the Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah, that was. again, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever watched those no. Oh, my God. Uh, we have yeah. Sarah, movie nine. We have things to do. I know. <laughs> yes. Um, but, like, especially Western fashion has yeah. become a really big thing. In which, don't get me wrong, a lot of that is, did impact a lot of people negatively. Especially yes. because a lot of people have this conception that cowboys were primarily white and that's bullshit it's not true because they were native americans Mm -hmm. they were literally anybody else but the white men yes anyway that is such a misconception Mm -hmm. i can say it yeah even like in media like it's only portrayed as white yeah and that's what me and um i had this conversation the other day with somebody but we were talking about how um it's like that 1950s western was per, like they were all portrayed as white and so that's just what we see now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what we believe a good piece of um a good piece of literature um half broke horses um by Jeanette oh Walls. Jeanette Walls, yeah um she that in that story is like she's out west and it's like the cowboys but they're not white people I forget if they were Hispanic or if they were Native American yeah but um are like one of those demographics and um there's, like, a really big point in the book where she falls in love with one of these cowboys. But, like, her family will not let her be with him um, because of the mm-hmm. um, difference in race. Race, yes. Mm-hmm. 
that I think that and and she's like a it's like a very I don't mm-hmm. know it feels it's it's out west but it feels very southern yes reading it um mm-hmm. but it's a really good mm-hmm. like western perspective on that oh can you repeat what it was called um half broke horses okay because that's in another amazing western book that hannah for some reason doesn't like oh, is <laughs> outlawed by anna north which is a feminist retelling I read that. you have yes i, yes, I love, love that book I love that it's yes I read that. it's one of my all-time favorite it's books it's a feminist retelling of a western story it's amazing we'll talk about it later <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing is hannah's i mean i understand hannah's very picky with reading it's, it's but she was like it's okay it's it's it like a lot of yeah. fluffy read. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Yes, I would agree with that. It's nothing in depth. No. Like, it's, it's not something. Light. It's not a Sylvia Sylvia Plath book. It's a. <laughs> no. It's, it's a, not like a super brain wrenching. Yeah. Book. It's a super silly fun. It's quick a really hee hee ha ha kind of book. Yeah. Um, that is the perfect description. For yes. Yes. <laughs> um, for my concluding thoughts, I wanted to mention um, something I thought was kind of a sense of hope for the South. There is an artist um, who is from Louisiana. Her name's Colette Bernard. She has um, a collection called The South is Not a Lost Cause. And I actually used to have a few of these stickers. Um, But it's a call. She's actually, she lives in New York now um, and goes to art school there. But all of her paintings and artwork is all Southern. It's all based on her Southern roots, specifically like Louisiana, like, Oh, dear. I'm obsessed with her. Wow, that's amazing. Um, And she's just one of those feminist Southern women that truly want change mm-hmm. and understand that you have we're going to have to work for it if we want it. Um, it's something I definitely find relatable, something I assume y'all would also find relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying to find her place in the South as an ally and a feminist, um, as someone with a more open mind. And I just thought it was extremely important to bring that up. And she's an amazing artist. She has really cute stuff. It's really not expensive. She's in art school. I absolutely love her. But that is all I have for today. Yay! We did. We had so much fun and did Thank so good. Thank you for great. having us, Sydney. Of course, my beautiful friends. Oh, I have to pick a sponsor for this episode. What's the sponsor? Um, Hello, Fresh Mountain. <laughs> uh, the sponsor today is... Um, Stobie's pancakes. Oh um, yes. Yes. Me and Han or me and Scott went sorry. Hannah, <laughs> me and Scott <laughs> went today um, me. to the to the brunch at Stobie's and got giant pancakes and they were absolutely delicious. Their pancakes are so cozy. It's very and it's very like a cute little southern place. Yes. And it's cute. Yes. I hate Stobie's. Yeah, oh. I don't like Stobie's either. 